and welcome to Red, White, and Boo, a podcast by the Military Mom Collective. I'm Mara. I'm Taylor. And I'm Nikki. And today we are going to be talking about default parenting. What is it? Who is it? And why? (laughs) So we are all moms here. I'm sure many of you listening are moms. Most of you listening are moms. Like, can we get a, a, a raise of a hand if you are the default parent in your home? Um, because this girl right here, definitely hands a default up. parent. Hands up. Yeah. Both, both hands up. Yes, way, <laughs> way up. So what is default parenting, right? If you don't know what default parenting is, default parenting is you are the default parent. When... Your kid wants a drink. They mosey right past one parent to come to the default parent who's further away from the fridge to get them said drink or snack or snuggles when they're upset or anything and everything. Say you're in the bathroom. Other parents doing nothing. (laughs) Guess where they come to the default parent in the bathroom. Right? Yep. Or you're at your child's uh, yearly well visit with the pediatrician and they're asking questions and you're the one that knows all the answers to milestones and eating and sleeping habits. Yep. So how do we become default parents? Like what, what, like why? Have you guys ever thought about that? Like, I know for us in our community as military spouses, sometimes it's easy to be the default parent because our husbands or our partner is gone for months at a time. Right. But I had a kid before my husband joined the military and I was still the default parent. I mean, maybe it's just because I'm a catch all around. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I like to tell myself. (laughs) No, I I do think it's fascinating. Like, how did we get here? Why is it me? (laughs) Um, And I I do feel like it is such a heavy load to carry at times, too. It's so much. Like, mesmerizing. Memorizing, like, birthdays and milestone days and all of the appointments and making sure everyone... The more kids you have, the crazier the schedules get. You have to mesh them all together and make sure this kid's in this location at this time. And um, do you have enough snacks for everyone? And did you wash the sports uniform? I know my husband is very a very active parent. And when he is home, he is partnered in everything. Except for I'm still the one making all the decisions. How much of that, I wonder, is, I mean, for me in our house, I can agree, Nikki, I I feel like uh, my husband is my literal partner in crime. He's an amazing dad. He's an amazing spouse. Um, I don't want to make light of that by any means. Absolutely. But I do feel like there are times when he's like, okay, what can I help with? And I'm like, it's just easier if I do it. It's easier if I am the default. Because I know it's going to get done and I know it's going to get done right. Yes. So how much of this title are we putting on ourselves? Also true. But at the same, like that, 
what can I do to help still puts the onus on you to make the choice for them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like I look around <laughs> mm -hmm. and that that's my husband too. Like look around, tell me like you can see what needs to be done for, for sure. Though I never have to take out the trash. That is not a default chore for me in my house. That's his. Yeah. I, I wish you could have seen the trash when he deployed. <laughs> I was like, I'm never touching it. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like grocery shopping, who does the grocery shopping in your house? Or if you meal plan, goes to the doctor's appointments, like Mara said. I had an IEP meeting for my son this morning. And was it this morning? Yesterday morning. What day is today? <laughs> <laughs> um, I had an IEP meeting and I'm the one rattling off the dates and um, diagnosis day. And these are the dates the paperwork was due. And for some reason, I hold on to it all in my head. I don't know how, because my head is just swimming with all the things. Um, but being the default parent is, is a lot. And I think that's where resentment starts to creep in too at times. And it, and I do have to remind myself, like I said, my husband is my partner in crime and he's amazing and a wonderful dad, but it is easy to let that resentment take over and just wander around those thoughts and be like, you know, he, he gets to go TDY. He gets to, yep. he gets to just go and have adult conversations at work and yep. not have to worry about this social security number. And that's, he, guess what? Because his is the only one that matters. Yep. <laughs> um, and it's, it's hard when that starts to creep in and then you just feel the weight of being the default parent. It's, it's tough. One thing I try to remind my husband of when we have this conversation about default parent um, cause he doesn't always get that he, he's not the default parent. Right. And I think, and I remind him, do you have to let me know when you go to the bathroom or do you just go? He's like, I just go because you assume that I already have the kids under control, but I always make sure to let you know when I'm stepping out of the room yeah. because I am the default. Yeah. I feel like too, there is something to be said about those, those dads too. Um, when we have this conversation, my husband's always like, you know, there's nowhere else in the world. And he's seen a lot of the world um, where I'd rather be. And I know, and I know it's genuine. And I do know that he wants, he wants that relationship. So that's the other part of this too. Like, how do we give, how do we give that up? How do we lessen the load of being the default parent? What do we, what do we do in that situation? And I think a lot of times it is, it's societal. Like it's assumed that the mom is going to take care of all this stuff. And I know I'm a stay at home mom for the most part. So I do assume that responsibility because I'm the one home. Right. So yeah. It's what would it look like if the, yeah. yeah. What would it look like if the boot was on the other shoe? Yeah. Or on the other foot. Yeah. Like it's easy to fall into those patterns 
but how do we break out of them or at least take care of ourselves so we're not pouring from an empty cup because how many women in our generation are riddled with anxiety and depression and just overall stress because of trying to do all the things. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, Jenny had a really good point in her um, blog being a default parent, (laughs) coincidentally titled, um, she had a little quote in here that said, to some extent, I enjoy organizing things, but it's exhausting to organize all the things. It's a lot of responsibility to be the one to keep track of it all. It's a lot to remember. And if I forget, then the kids turn up to school in uniform on PJ day or miss out on a play date. And who wants that on their conscience? Absolutely. Yeah. One way that we've been trying to, it's definitely a work in progress, um, help lessen my load as a default parent is really um, taking advantage of the shared uh, calendar on our phones. Um, We also have a shared notes of like to-do lists or, you know, appointments that need to be made. Um, And the calendar's helping. Um, I do need to remind my husband sometimes to add things on there or to also look at it and accept the invitation um, when I set up things. Um, But that's definitely something that I feel at least helps me stay organized so that he knows what's going on. Um, And especially when he is traveling also, he can go back to the calendar and be like, oh yeah, it's, you know, pajama day at school, I'll make sure to, you know, remind the kids and, you know, maybe that morning send a text, like, don't forget, make sure you send them in their pajamas. It definitely requires a lot of teamwork, but Mm -hmm. it's hard when they're not home too. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's again, where I feel like I have to remind myself, like the work they're doing is super important. (laughs) I mean, obviously not just for our family, but for our country. And I can't imagine that mental load. And I didn't sign that dotted line. So I, again, I have to be the one that's like, okay, calm down. Calm, quit being so resentful. Like I could not do, I could not do his job. No, we joke, we joke all the time. I was like, you lived, like you slept in a coffin for nine months on a ship in the middle of the ocean. And I don't even like going on boats, like in general, when I can see land. And he was like, I did I don't want to spend nine months by myself taking care of three kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like yeah. we're definitely like in our strengths, but there has to be some crossover too. Mm-hmm. Sure. And that good balance. In Jenny's article, she actually referenced another article and it was four ways to lessen the load of the default parent. So tell me, tell me more, Nikki, (laughs) tell me more. I'm ready to take notes. (laughs) So the first one is get out of your own way, which kind of goes back to what you had said, Taylor. It's easier to just do it myself. Right. And we all do it, but it really just perpetuates being the default parent. Um, I know. I know. I, I do the same thing. Um, number two is have a conversation with your partner. And it sounds like we're all there. We're all having those conversations. Um, 
Number three is be selfish. I know I have a hard time with that one. I don't know about you ladies, but being selfish with my time is something that I really struggle with. I feel like I'm getting better the older our son is getting. Um, And to be honest, I am getting better when my conversation with my partner is stronger. He allows for that selfish time and he makes sure that I'm upholding that. So I think those two go hand in hand. Like if you're saying, I need this time to myself, they're going to uphold. If, if you have that relationship with your partner, hopefully they will uphold Mm -hmm. that with you. Absolutely. My struggle with that is my time away from my kids is often the only time I get with my spouse. So trying to pick and choose how to make that happen. Yeah. Though I do go out every Sunday and grocery shopping at myself a giant iced coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think, Oh, go ahead, Mara. I was just going to say, since um, we are military spouses, as far as the be selfish, something that I would do um, during my, when my husband was deployed and my kids were younger, I was very um, adamant on the bedtime and keeping to that bedtime routine because that was kind of my only time to myself. And some of his deployments were during COVID. So, you know, I needed that time to just sit and watch my housewives and, you know, (laughs) maybe get some takeout sushi or something. So, Um, especially if you're in a season of deployment or separation, TDY, um, for me being selfish with, yeah, that self-care and taking some load off of being default all the time. All the time. Or just to sit in the garage in silence. I mean, that is one of the best five minutes of my life. Yes. Sometimes my husband will come out like, are you coming in? And I'm like, it is lovely in here. (laughs) Bask in the silence for a little bit. Um, The fourth and final way that it has listed to lessen the load of the default parent is to automate what you can. Mm. So for me, when my husband was deployed, we had meal kits coming to the house, which meant I did not have to grocery shop. I did not have to think about food for more than five minutes when I was picking out the menu. And that lightened the load so much. Yes, I agree. What I would do is I would go with one company for a little bit and then I'd see a (laughs) promo code for another company. So then I'd do that. And then guess what? Company number one would email me a few months later with another, come back, we miss you. Um, Yes. (laughs) I learned that tip from a fellow military spouse also. And I agree. That was a really good one. Um, Something, I don't know if it, I kind of could maybe uh, fit into all four of those tips, but something that I heard recently was, I have not implemented this yet, but setting up a joint email account that you and your spouse um, have access to. And then anytime you sign your kids up for soccer or school, that is where the emails are going to. So that when practice is canceled because of it's raining, you both know, you both get that notification and the person who shared that she 
travels a lot for work. And so that way she wasn't getting the email practices canceled tomorrow, having to tell her husband because he was the one taking them. Does, I'm not sure if I'm yeah. oh, I explaining like that, that correctly, but you know, cause sometimes I know with um, my son's school, they'll email two parents, but my daughter's school will only email one parent. So that's kind of a, you know, like remembering who gets the email for what. We've, uh, we've implemented that um, pre children. (laughs) And um, I will say that it has been very helpful. Obviously Finn just started kindergarten. So, um, and extracurriculars are picking up Mm -hmm. in full speed. So I can't speak for like child care wise, but it has been helpful um, so far in our, in our relationships. Are are both you and your husband, like a clear out the inbox, like no notifications type people or. So that's the problem. I'm the default (laughs) email clearer. (laughs) But he can't have access. He can't have access during. So I'll give a little grace, little grace (laughs) during his work days. He can't have access to that. Fair enough. I just can't stand that little number at the top of my my box and <laughs> yep. I'm everything's clear. Thankfully my husband right. is also an everyone's everything's clear kind of person too. So at least yeah. we can jive on that. I have to get out of my own way. I'm learning. <laughs> it's hard though. It is. It's hard. So. And I think there's a reason why we're military spouses too. I think this is a relationship that can only work in a certain way and well work well, let me say that Mm -hmm. um, is because of the practices and implementations we have in our relationship and the type of spouse and helpmate that we are. Um, I don't think they could get their job done without us. I know it's, it's cheesy to say, but (laughs) I, I really do think we don't give ourselves enough pat on the backs. Absolutely. So cheers to any default parent. Yes. (laughs) Any and all. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that was um, about default parenting tonight. Um, If you would like to join the conversation with us, check out us, check us out on Instagram and tell us some of your tips for coping with being the default parent and making it work for you. So thank you for joining us and we hope to see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to join us next week and to follow us on Instagram to continue the conversation. If you like what you've heard, kindly leave us a review and share with a friend.